0: I just, I don't understand why you have to Instagram it. I don't understand why you have to, to take pictures. I mean, I don't mind if you take pictures with white people. It's just the fact that you got to Instagram it. But I'm white. But, yeah, but I don't understand why you have to broadcast it. You don't have to tell the whole world, oh, hey, hey, remind the whole world, oh, I'm white. But I'm, I'm white. I don't... <laughs> I, 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 but I, see, I get, I get what you're saying, okay, but i it's like I don't mind that you take pictures with your family fine fine but do you have to do you do you, but do you have to instagram the pictures with the with the white members of your family <laughs> are you against instagram or are you against white people i you know what maybe maybe you're maybe you're just stupid. Okay, maybe that's what it is. Maybe maybe, maybe it's that, me who's maybe that's, stupid. That's, that's yeah, what it sure. Is. Maybe that's what you took that as a as a real shot too. Like <laughs> I said that I based that on Sterling's recording. I don't know if but that's been popularized. To... <laughs> but he's like, maybe you're just stupid, and she just rolled with that. Was like, uh, okay, that's that's a valid point. I might also be stupid. Well, um, I doubt he's the first person to ever say that. To her. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's yeah she's <laughs> she's walked through a mile of. Uh, Stupid comments to get where she is. Um, hi, it's Cap. Um, special edition from me. Um, sorry, I was sick last week. I've been, yeah, we'll talk about it later. I'm deadly, I was deadly ill. Um, but, uh, so this Donald Sterling thing has me, um, kind of on a soapbox on many different fronts. Uh, it upsets me from a lot of different angles. Um, I mean, there's, there's the whole, I mean, obviously there's the whole sports angle of it that I've always, I've always, you know, just as a sports fan, it's kind of, it kind of is the epitome of, of my whole approach to it as a fan and why I look at sports the way I do, but then there's the there's the broader social aspect of it that really that bothers me with the whole way that the punishment's been doled out on this dude and and the way that they're basically you know this week the, the and the angry mob is getting him this week you know i I'd, I'd hate to be a person on the uh, i mean if anybody's still alive from that malaysian flight like that you know it's like really you i'm the word we're lost out at sea, and you're really you're you're fucking bickering over a fucking guy arguing with his dumb mistress at home. Um, look, first of all, the Clippers. Um, ever since I moved to Los Angeles, there's been. It, it's almost like, it's almost like it's it like it's a virtuous quality that people look at it as like if you like the Lakers, you're some sort of front runner and. You only like them because they're the fucking, you know, Shining City on a Hill team that is, you know, better than everybody. And the Clippers, the Clippers represent the common man somehow. And the Clippers are this, you know, this, the, you know, lowdown franchise. that's just, you know, it's just trying to, it's just trying to get out of the shadow of the big monster that is the Los Angeles Lakers. And, and nothing could be further than the tr- from the truth. It's... I mean, if if you follow sports at all, if you've known anything about sports, and 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 until really this week, I didn't familiarize myself much at all with Donald Sterling's past, as far as, I had just what a I, just what a racist scumbag he is, and a slumlord, and everything else that he's. I mean, and it's not that it's a surprise, and it shouldn't be to anybody. Um, it's just that I didn't really follow that aspect of him. I was always just aggravated by the fact that. I mean, there's almost this cheer that people would get. Like, if you say, you know, like, if I go on stage in L.A. and I, I say, who likes the Lakers? And people would kind of groan and be like, oh, them. Like the Dallas Cowboys or the Patriots. It's just like, oh, them. They're, they're so good and it bothers me. And I come from, you know, I mean, being a Cleveland fan as a kid. And it's like, why, why wouldn't you... Why wouldn't you be happy to have a team in your town like the LA Lakers that is so committed to winning and is such a, you know, shining example of what a sports franchise should be? Not that they don't have their own faults, but it's like they're, they're, they still, they try to win. And the fact that anybody is a Clippers fan to start is like, you're just a, you're basically saying I'm a glutton for punishment and I don't really care about the sport that I'm watching because if you knew anything about it, if you did any research, you would know that Donald Sterling never tried to win. There was never a time when he was uh, he was committed to making that franchise any more than what it was. There's a reason why a team in the second largest market in the entire country is that bad for that long. I mean, it's because Donald Sterling figured out a long time ago that he could piggyback on all the other NBA franchises that were trying to win, that that, that by and large lose money every year trying to win by paying players and paying free agents and trying to compete. And since all those other teams are trying to compete, they all get... Uh, they they draw a certain amount of fan base, they draw a certain amount of um, attention altogether, Then they draw a TV contract. And every team takes an even share of that TV contract. And Donald Sterling figured out that, fuck it, why would I try to compete? I don't care, I just want to own a team in Los Angeles and be basically a dirty, tan old man. And uh, I, I mean, sit on the sidelines like I'm a big shot, like I'm Jerry Bus, but he's basically like you know, I mean, he's just a, he's a half-ass Jerry Bus, where it's just like, oh, I, I own a, I happen to own a team, but the team is horribly bad every year, and there's no excuse for it, and it's like, I, people have always looked at it as some sort of like, yeah, you know, way to be. Way to be a blue-collar common man rooting for the Clippers. And the Clippers are a fucking, they're a shit house. They've always been a shit house. It's like, I mean, they, when, from the time when they moved, they moved from San Diego because they traded Bill Walton, and then they, you know, they get Danny Manning for a few years, I remember, and they, you know, they shuffle him off, they get rid of him, they get rid of Ron Harper, they get rid of, Every good player, every high draft pick that they happened to get. And I think that they literally were hoping to get lower picks in the lottery every year. And whenever they did get the highest pick, it was just like... they, Within three years, the guy would be gone. Because they didn't want to pay him. Because they didn't want to pay the price to compete. And it's like, I don't understand the virtue in uh, I, I being being behind a team that's that's like that. That's like, oh, look, I mean... I always said that it's like, yeah, I mean, you like the Clippers because their seat's available. Basically, it's like you can, you can at any time, you know, you can probably be the 12th man on the bench for the Clippers most of the, because they, they have room. Um, they, if you go to their, any of their games at Staples, I've never, I never went to the ones at the LA Sports Arena, which was a dump that, that Sterling was okay with moving in because he was just basically being a really shitty version of Al Davis at the time, but it was like, I, I I mean, they, they're a team that just never, they never made an effort to, to win. So why would you back that team? And it's like, this comes back to my whole philosophy on sports fandom, which is I look at sports the same way somebody would look at, you know, art or music or whatever else where it's like, I just. I root for who I like and who's, you know, who I think is is playing that particular game well at the time, and and people will automatically assume, go, "Oh, are you you're front running?" And it, you can shut the fuck up because that's not that's not what it's about. It's a it's um it's if you're devoted to one team, it doesn't it, it doesn't mean you're all about your city. It means you're all about that owner. Because that owner isn't, for all, all intents and purposes, probably isn't from that city. In a lot of ways, I mean, like, look at, I mean, whether it's, you know, uh, Minnesota is a good example. The Vikings, like, you, I mean, the guy who bought their team. Like, there's, there's, I mean, people from other places come in and they swoop in and they buy a franchise, whatever's available. Art Modell owned the Cleveland Browns and I was a kid. He was from New York. It was just, it's like... You or Steinbrenner was from Cleveland. I mean, I just think if you back any one particular flag, one team, one set of colors, it's just because that's, I mean, you're basically just backing that owner. So anybody who's thinking that they were rooting for this, you know, backing, rooting for the little man, basically rooting for, uh, you know, Rocky essentially in this battle, the fucking Clippers. They, you, you, weren't, you were rooting for Donald Sterling. You were basically cheering for a guy who was like, "Fuck you and the, your the ticket money you spent." Like I, I can't tell you how many times in the course of that I've lived in L.A. that people have offered me fucking Clippers tickets. Like I, I, I mean, they're, it's, it's like I, 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 I don't know what to compare them to. Like there, it's like, uh it's like a bake sale or something like where people are just giving away. Clippers tickets and I'm like there's nothing free about that cuz first of all it's 25 bucks to park second of all uh, I it, it's the I got to go watch the Clippers I mean so it's like I got to fight traffic and shit and go basically pay all the rates that apply to the Staples Center and the Los Angeles Lakers the city on the hill and I got to go fucking I got to I got to go watch the the punk ass Clippers and it's a shame that people really do associate them with any sort of, uh, I, I, I mean, assault. Like they're the, you know, the Clippers are just, uh, oh, they've, they've just, they've gotten an unfair shake. They don't have an unfair shake. It's just their owner's a piece of shit. And if you look back, I mean, the the thing that bothers me, the whole with with everybody really. Getting on the bandwagon of what Adam Silver doled out, which I don't know much about Adam Silver. I know he's taken over for David Stern, and he's the commissioner of the league now. And I don't have any problem with him, but you know everybody's like, you know, instead of just on our own, um, saying okay, we as a as a as a country, as a city, as whoever. Will not back this team because of this guy who owns them. Instead of putting the onus on us and saying, "Okay, we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna take it upon ourselves to not buy Clippers shit, not buy their tickets, and not fucking pay to park, and not do any of the stuff that feeds Donald Sterling's pockets," instead of doing that, we're like, "No, please, other guy in a suit." you take care of it for us you be the we we need we need the we need the other we need the other billionaire to fucking uh uh put punishment down on this billionaire and then they're going to go into a court battle and they they say he's banned for life and he's he's there's so, that's such an ambiguous term because it's basically he has to basically disappear but the checks still come from him and to him. It's still his team until uh, until somebody drags it from his hands, and he could just pass it to one of his kids or he, you know to his wife or whatever. And uh, you know nobody's gonna uh, as long as yeah we got him. We we got rid of we got rid of the racist old man who owns the Clippers, and you didn't. You just basically copped out and let fucking... Uh, they, you basically let Whitey take care of Whitey. And I, I just think it's so... It's just so... It's just such a bitch-made thing for all of us to do. It really is. It's like... It, you, you're really copping out in the end by letting Adam Silver essentially handle what we should all handle our, our, ourselves. I mean, I, I just... Because everybody always, you know, gets on me for the the fact that like I was I was a, yeah I was a Cleveland Browns fan growing up, and I I st- people always think I stopped being a Browns fan. Some people think I still am a Browns fan, which I mean I I understand because I've mentioned them in my act and stuff like that, and it's hard to 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 really clarify really what my stance is. But it's like basically I wish them well. And the city of Cleveland, I certainly wish them well and I think that they deserve a great team. But the the fact is is they don't have one. They have they have a team that is masquerading in the costumes of the, the, the team that used to be there. And it's it's always driven me nuts that, you know I stopped being a Cleveland Browns fan. It was Halloween weekend of uh ninety three. Uh Bernie Kosar's last game and Belichick cut him. And I it I just it, it my my last hero of my childhood was gone. I was a freshman in college and they god damn they cut Bernie too and I was like that's I mean he's Cleveland's favorite son from Youngstown wanted to I mean got out of college early just to be with the browns and you cut him and it was I, I mean and I I just started realizing at that point it's like if you, if you're rooting for a team for a franchise, you're rooting for the man in the suit up in the owner's box. You're rooting for that guy. You're not rooting for your city. You're not rooting for, I mean, you know, the players to a degree you are, but you're also, you're also saying that if that player was wearing a different shirt, I wouldn't Mm -hmm. like him anymore. And it, it's, you know, that, that's, I just don't get that. I don't get, Maybe it's just because I'm too much of a purist as far as the sports themselves. I look at sports like it's like an art instead of like it's just a chance for me to go get drunk in a parking lot and eat fucking kielbasa on a Sunday and, you know, just yell. I, I, I've never looked at it that way. I've looked at it as like, man, I really like watching the sports that these guys play. And, I mean, the the Browns, it was like you know as a they basically i uh, it was the last draw for me they they got rid of Bernie, and i was like fuck it i'm done and from then on i was like you know what i'm i'm only rooting for the team that i play with on madden and so i started using the, i i used the cowboys at the time so i like the cowboys it was like and and it's easy to say well you're a front runner there because they they won the super bowl that year well yeah uh, but i mean i've also Back teams and like teams that are, you know, essentially that don't win the Super Bowl, that are just very, very good, like the Patriots for the past seven years. I mean, I I started as soon as they got Randy Moss, I was I was with the Patriots. And I I've ever since I've been in love with that team, that organization, that man Tom Brady. And I I mean I love watching them do what they do. They're like a, watching a great band play music. And that's, they're, they're very comparable to me to the 90s Bulls. I was a huge, huge, huge Michael Jordan and the Bulls fan through the 90s. And it's like, people are like, well, weren't you a Cavs fan? No. I, I thought nobody was a Cavs fan. It, I was wrong. I, I didn't realize that some people actually rooted for the Cavs and actually thought Craig Elo might block his shot on that play. I don't know why, um, but it's, it's it's one of those things that like I never really quite I never really quite understood why you why would you back a team just because they're that team they they wear those colors because uh because that's the team my dad passed to me, or that's because because the thing is at the end of the day, you're not rooting for that team you're rooting for that owner you're just rooting for that that guy to to just to do well because it's his team and he's the one who's really reaping the benefits so it's like if you bring it down to a more base level where it's just like okay i i I just like the artists involved like that's what i do i i just like watching good players play well and you know like I've I've followed like with the Patriots I've followed them so religiously over the past well since uh, since before the oh seven season and I just it's because I just want to see them I want to see them win again I think that's a great story for the NFL and the it's a great story for for the you know the whole NFL history the watching greats just be that great and I mean. It's like it really takes away from it when you get into things like homerism and stuff like that. But I, I just, I, I, don't, I don't know where I'm going. Oh, the, the the, Browns. So once again, to wrap up with the, with the Browns was, I liked the Browns still 93. And then they got rid of Kozar, so I was done. And I just, I couldn't. I, 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 when they came back in 99, I tried. I tried to, like, yeah, I'm, I like this team. I remember I was coming, at the time, I liked the Vikings, actually. It was 98 Vikings that went 15-1. and one. I loved watching that team. And, and then, I, I liked the Vikings and played with them on Madden for a few years until, basically, I, I passed off to the Colts. And, then I was really into the Colts for a while. And, then... You know, and then I and then I fell in love with Brady, but uh, I, I I just it it's so hard to watch a team like the Browns like you know basically run around in the Browns old uniforms and pretend yeah we're the Browns and you're not the Browns they they were they had planned on that team coming back to Cleveland before the old one even really left. That was the thing that really drove me nuts. It was like everybody just wanted to cover up the fact that bad shit sometimes happens, which bad shit does happen. Bad shit happens where it's, whereas it's like the, 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 yeah, the Browns, a, a team that was a staple in Cleveland, yes, they could perhaps pick up and move away. And that's, just gonna happen. Instead of facing that, everybody, would, no, 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 that didn't really happen. In three years, we'll have a new team back because we we'll, we'll, we don't even want this team. That's gonna go on and win several. Uh, uh Just gonna win two Super Bowls and it's gonna win several other AFC Central, AFC North titles. And I, I mean, we're, we don't want that team. We want this new fucking dump truck that is that's won zero playoff games in in fifteen years. And has has appeared in one. They're zero and one for that fifteen years, and they're they're a nightmare. And it's just like I I hate that for the fans of Cleveland that you would sit, you would you would take that, you would go well just because they're wearing those colors, I mean, just because they play here. Uh, I I have to root for them because you're not relegated to that anymore. I mean, essentially, it's like most NFL fans, I think, you know, have like. I mean, with Direct TV, sports bars, shit like that, you can see whatever team you want to see. So it's, I don't really see it as you're confined to whatever, to whatever team you have to, uh, you you have to watch that's on the local broadcast because you know, you know, they really had to depend on sellouts and shit like that it was awful. But with the Clippers, it's, I I mean, there's nothing really. I I mean it's not like a yeoman thing as a fan to 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 root for a team that doesn't try to win. And if you look at Donald Sterling's past, that's what's so hypocritical about it. it. Is like, I mean, he has a long history of, of of being a scumbag, of being a really shitty, I mean, slum lord discriminating against people who with his rental properties and shit like that. And there's, I mean, there's court cases. And, and, but the thing that is going to bring him down is, is essentially him and his, his bimbo mistress fucking arguing over Instagram and, and her, uh, uh, making a clandestine recording of that and uh, with, without his knowledge. And I, I just think it's so fucking, it's such a bunch, it's such a heap of shit. I mean, there's, I mean we should not be satisfied to go, okay, yeah, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, doled out punishment on our behalf, so it's all gone away now. And because we do live in a country where it's like, it's supposed to be, it's it's supposed to be a, a, a free speech, free society. And, you know, you're a... We're not we're not supposed to condone, you know, comments like he said. But we're also in a society where you're allowed to say dumb shit like that. It's like okay, fine. He's a he's an asshole, and we shouldn't be we shouldn't be supportive of him. We shouldn't back him. We shouldn't be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go buy fucking Clippers gear and fucking buy their tickets and watch their games and everything else. No, you should turn your back on. On Donald sterling and his products as a culture, so that he's forced to get rid of that team not in a, in a, in a fiscal sense not not by well he went to the principal's office and got fucking punished, and now he has to sell away his team because fucking uh, big Adam silver told him uh, you know he had to get rid of his team you should it should be uh, uh, we as all together should just turn our backs on People like that and say, "Hey, look, we're not, we're not gonna, we're not gonna stand for it. As as, as a culture, we're not gonna stand for your fucking intolerant fucking bullshit." But it in this at the same at the same uh, token. If that guy's in his house, I, I I mean, he can say whatever dumb shit he wants. Uh, the The fact is, is we he can say as many, whatever awful, racist, terrible, backwards-ass views he has, he's entitled to those views as, really, as long as he wants. It's just the fact that we're not supposed to altogether support him, but we're not supposed to just go, oh, well, you know, uh, we got the man to fucking punish him, and and now it's and now we've erased the bad shit. There's no more bad shit because it's it's all been erased by our authority figures. It's like, no, fucking take it upon yourself to collectively not support scumbags like this and then you don't have to to be in a position where it's like, oh, well, we 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 need him to be have this really ...foggy punishment by the NBA... ...which isn't going to turn out to be shit... ...because as soon as this fucking... ...this whole thing dies down... ...you know what's going to happen... ...there's going to be a court settlement... ...there's going to be... ...whatever where it gets passed off... ...to his fucking son or his nephew... ...or some shit... ...and and he's really not going to be punished at all... ...the guy's still going to be very tan... ...very manicured and fucking laughing at all of you... uh, ...all the way to the racist bank... ...basically... ...he's just going to... I, ...I mean... It it's it's just such a cop out. It really is, and it's also there's bad shit exists, and I I just think that this whole corporate structure of saying okay we're going to uh, uh, authoritarianly uh, uh, mandate that bad shit that we're going to erase it. We're going to say that no 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 this bad shit doesn't exist and it's not part of our our NBA or our fucking infrastructure. However, it's it doesn't exist. Old backwards men like Donald Sterling don't exist. It's just this happens to be a really crazy isolated incident and we've erased it by punishing him and fining him. So he's gone now and everybody's okay. And that's... Shut up. That's bullshit. That's not... That's not the case. It's... It, the guy still... That guy's still a racist. There's still other people in high places who are racist. They happen to be in those places, and it's like, okay, it's it's our it's our duty as a collectively to take them out of the positions that they're in. And that's that's not to say, okay, have him get some some weak ass punishment like this. It's just to you you turn your back on these people and stop supporting them and then when you stop supporting them it, they go away it's like i mean it's like the the big giant advertisements on the simpsons you just you just just don't look and then they they shrink and if you just don't look at the fucking punk ass clippers they'll go away or they'll change hands and that's the thing that the league has needed for years among other things i mean it's the nba's not what it was but I I just think that that it's just such a fucking, it's such a, a limp dick fucking solution, and it's it's so, it drives me nuts that all these fucking tweets and shit that people are you know yeah, yeah we got him he's he, we've vanquished the the fucking boogeyman and you haven't he's still there he's still he's still in a very comfortable place. ...today, and he's just fine, okay? And, I mean, there's nobody outside his house with torches. There's just a bunch of shit online that he can ignore anyway. Except, apparently, for Instagram, because he can't stop looking at that shit. But, I just think that... It's... It's really... In conclusion, stop... Stop supporting the fucking... Stop supporting... it it, it teams just because of just because they're your team it the homerism thing is just fucking stupid and just because you like that team that franchise no matter what is it's just a bad route to go and it's and it's the exact opposite of the way i just i just felt like it illustrated exactly why i don't I don't look at sports that way, where it's like, well, that team can do no wrong because they're that team, and that's, that's just, that's a, that's kind of a foolish way to look at it, because you're just, you're just, you're basically that, the, uh, the guy at the top, the owner, that's the guy who's benefiting from this, so it's like, either you, if you like Chris Paul and Blake Griffin, those are your players, those are the guys you like, then fine, like those guys. But when they change teams, and they will, regardless of this incident, they would have follow those guys. I I just don't I just don't see the point in following shirts. It's, it's there's no point in rooting for a fucking tank top. And I I I I will stand by that. That is my platform. Um, if you if you vote Cap in this, uh, election, uh, vote, knowing that, that you will not be voting for a tank top. You'll be voting for much more than that. It's a, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a very, there's a very out of shape man inside that tank top and he's, <laughs> he's fighting for you folks. So, uh, good night and good luck.